Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Friday. Welcome back to the podcast. You know, my neighbor has had a situation and it is causing me distress. Um, My my neighbor has had like something in her attic and it's like scurrying. Um, And she's like, I'm pretty sure it's raccoons. And so we like our landlord put out like traps to I guess like, capture the raccoons and then like rehome them and it is breaking my heart because like they've caught a possum and they've caught a raccoon now and I can't handle it I honestly can't handle it I am not of the right constitution for this like it's breaking my heart it feels like torture I understand like you don't want animals in your attic and I like fully support her like doing what she needs to do to get animals out of her attic but I just feel like there has to be a better way I don't know it just really get it's really hurting my heart um I tried to feed the raccoon today (laughs) um it didn't want me to be near it and I totally get that it felt like so rude to even be like trying to feed it I just feel so bad for it um yeah, I'm I'm a not the right person for this. I can't it's really like my heart is hurting. But that's kind of what's going on over here today. Um but on the podcast, I am answering a question texted into the phone line about mistyping yourself. As a reminder, you can always call or text your questions in 2828-338-9127 and I answer every single one that comes through. All right, let's get into today's question. It says, hi, Sarah Jane. I'm wondering if you could do an episode on mistyping yourself for years and the readjustment period when you realize you've been living off the wrong type. When I first found the Enneagram, I tested as a one with a heavy nine wing and never looked back. But now I'm realizing that I may actually be a nine. I'm having an identity crisis and really struggling to reconcile all these thoughts I've had about myself since finding the Enneagram. How can we readjust to the idea of a new type while still honoring the old one? Okay, great question. Very common experience, even among teachers that I've worked with. So, um, so yeah, don't feel like you're like alone. This is very common. Um, and I think mistyping can feel really strange. Like, you have to like come out (laughs) to people as like 
actually I'm a nine. Um, it feels like, oh, if I've identified this way for so long and then now I'm understanding myself differently, then maybe I, you know, it's like almost like you say, I'm going to go on vacation and then you don't ever go, you know? And it's like, well, I thought she said she was going on vacation. It can feel like you're making promises that you do, you aren't keeping or something. I don't know what it is, but it, it can feel strange. Like there have been times where like I've questioned like, oh, am I really a seven? Um, spoiler alert. Yes, I am. But I, you know, I have like moments of like doubt and I'll go back and I'll read and kind of reconnect. And, but when I think about like, how would I have, how would I even have to handle that? You know, it feels like, oh, I have to like tell people I totally didn't know myself at all or something like that. It, it's vulnerable and, and uncomfy, but I will say, um, this is part of the reason I don't like quizzes maybe one day I'll make a quiz you know and I'll change my tune or something but I or I'll just say I don't like quizzes but here's my quiz <laughs> but I I just am not the biggest fan of them I don't think that they're useful um, because my typing experience would have been so different had I not taken a quiz so if you don't know I took a quiz and I typed as a two and so I thought, oh, that's my type. Like I typed this way, so that must be my type. But the very same day, my extremely type four husband typed as a seven. So these quizzes are just like pretty inaccurate. Um, but he typed as a seven. I read the description of seven and was like, oh my gosh, someone has like written my journal down. And someone has like followed me around, been in my head, thought my thoughts, written them out on paper. And I didn't think it was my type because I had been so in the mindset of the quiz is going to give me my type. So even though I read the exact description of my entire life and I claimed it like that, I still thought, oh, that, that's Obi's type though, not mine. And it took me two years of trying on all kinds of types before I came back to seven. It took me forever. Um, there were certain types that I kind of knew I wasn't like I knew I wasn't a four because my like the emotionality of it didn't didn't hit and like the I'm like a pretty I think I'm good like, kind of person you know like I, I tend to like trust myself and think that like I am good and worthy kind of naturally and so I knew I didn't resonate with that um, five I resonate now actually with a significant amount like sometimes I think like behaviorally sometimes more than seven but I had a, a perception of it at that time that was like much different than I do now and so I thought like okay I am not a five I'm not a six um but I and I yeah I mean I just played with three I played with two I played with nine I played with one I played with eight um and it took me a really long time and finally hiring a coach for her to be like you are a seven like like I was between seven and nine at that point and she was like you're a seven but all of it to say that like my my mistyping wasn't because I didn't know myself it was because I didn't know the Enneagram like if I look back now and I, I, I nine would be one that I would definitely know I'm not but I didn't know the Enneagram well enough to know that it's not what they meant you know what I mean um, so all that to say 
I don't like the tests. I think they're confusing. I think they mistype us and they lead to a lot of like confusion with the Enneagram. So if you are listening and you still don't know your type, honestly, just read the descriptions and then the one that makes you feel most seen, most uncomfortable, a little bit like you don't want to identify with it. That's probably your number. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. No one could have prepared me for what it's like to be a wife, a mother, and a business owner. Honestly, if you had asked me in childhood, I would have told you that I would never sacrifice for a man. And now that I'm in love and care about my family, I'm like, oh, sometimes that's exactly what I want to do. That's exactly what love is. And sometimes I do it a little bit on autopilot and I have to figure out how to balance the two. It's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to think about what you need for yourself. And even taking that moment when you know you need it can feel so scary when there are people who you love who may be dependent on you. But when we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Therapy is my weekly respite where I get to say everything that's on my mind, every stress that's going on in my life. I have a non-judgmental place to just express how I'm feeling, what I need, what's going on, and then we kind of pull it all out of my brain, organize it, and put it in order, and then I go home and I know exactly what I need to do this week. Oftentimes, like this week, my therapist is like, hey, it's time for you to ask for help. And that is so supportive. I think oftentimes we think therapy is just for those who've experienced major trauma, but sometimes you just need someone on your team. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge because you need to find the right fit. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash egram today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash egram. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring the podcast. Now, in the Enneagram Letters, my latest book, I talk about how we are all the Enneagram types. So let's talk a little bit about how that works because I think that's useful in your situation. So I think fully I believe that it is helpful to explore the part of us that resonates with every type. So almost like the idea of typology is not even to me the most important element of the Enneagram because we are not our type. We are beings. We are complicated and we change and we shift and we are all kinds of things. It's just like we tend to fall into like one really strong coping mechanism. So 
resonating with the sense of like, this is my number. This is who I am, what I do. This is always going to be who I am, what I do. I think is less helpful than seeing where we limit ourselves. You know, what's the story I'm telling myself about what I what I'm supposed to be, who I have to be, and how can I rewind that story a bit? Um, but I so I think in your particular circumstance, even if you are like dominant type nine, the time that you spent exploring the part of you that is type one isn't wasted time. It's just information about another element of you. It's still very real. That part of you is still very valid. And maybe it's not your dominant coping mechanism, but it is a way that you've oriented in the world. So now that you have a season where you get to explore the part of you that's a nine, and maybe if that's like your dominant type, that exploration is going to be much deeper. You're going to get into like much deeper childhood wounds, much deeper coping mechanisms, much more like feeling seen in, in a much deeper way. And that makes sense. But at the end of the day, like there is some part of you that resonated with one and like some part of you that was like healed through the working of that. And now we get to play with the part of you that can heal through the point of nine. I also think that like different types can show up in us during different seasons of our lives. Um, you know, we see this really clearly with the lines, right? So like I said before, like I feel so much more like a five now um, in a lot of ways than I do like a seven. Like sevens go to five when they feel safe and they feel at ease. And they go to one when they feel stressed. And so for nine, you know, you have that one wing, but you also go to three when you're feeling safe and at ease, which can look sometimes like a one. So like there's all of this like, playing that can happen within the structure itself but I think even outside of like these natural movements and connecting points we are pretty connected to every number in some form or fashion and it's my opinion that you can have one kind of take over like you are not a you're not like a number like you're a whole person and so different coping mechanisms can kind of come in and take over during different times of your life to get you through certain seasons and so maybe that has been a survival tool for you or a way that you needed to show up for yourself and that's also relevant and, and informative and honestly ideally i think we'd be able to do this fluidly on purpose and like pull out the part of us that can most aptly function in a given scenario, right? If I need to stand up for myself or someone else, like pop on my eight hat and really let that part of myself lead. Or if I need to show up in non-judgment, embracing fully the part of me that is a nine, like not operating just from the seven point, but instead going, who needs to be here right now? Which element of me gets to show up? Which element of me doesn't get to show up enough and how can I strengthen her so that she can show up when I need her? Like my four who maybe needs to feel more of her feelings and invalidate her feelings and um, seek out a sense of like significance, you know, like allowing that person to strengthen that part of myself so that she can show up when I need her. All in all, you know, I think the end game being it makes total sense that maybe you typed as a one and you're finding out now that you're nine. I think that makes sense in the sense that type Enneagram tests are inaccurate and one and nine are deeply connected. 
And also maybe at that time of your life, something was going on that made one feel more dominant for you. And at the end of the day, like appreciate what you learned and then explore what you need to with nine. And maybe later in your life, you explore the part of you that's a six or the part of you that's a five. And all of that will have been worth it. You at the end of the day are not your Enneagram type. You are a complex being who happens to relate to the elements of type nine and that's totally okay. All right, friends, as always, it is an absolute joy to create this content for you. If you have Enneagram, creative, business, time management, or self-care questions, you can text them in to 828-338-9127. Thank you so much for being here, and I will see you Monday for the next one. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.